I'm glad today was High Five Friday because uh, it reminded me of where I'm from. I'm from the great state of Michigan, where I lived right about here. And uh, I've lived over half of my life in California, right about here. But my Midwestern roots go pretty deep. I had a childhood memory uh, that I love of our public outdoor swimming pool that was open from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And if you've ever seen the swimming pool in the movie The Sandlot, that's kind of my childhood experience. (laughs) Minus the kissing the lifeguard, of course. But if you wanted to go to the pool without your parents, you had to pass a test. You had to be certified. And basically what the lifeguards did is they threw you into the deep end of the pool where you had to tread water for 15 minutes. Now, that might not sound like a lot of time to you, but as a kid, let me tell you, that was a lot of pressure. I didn't want to be the only one of my friends whose mother had to escort him to the swimming pool all summer long. Do you ever feel the pressure of having to tread water in your life? Maybe you're overwhelmed with school right now and you're barely keeping your head above water and you're not sure if you're going to make it to the end of the semester. Or maybe you're facing some difficulty in your personal life, some broken relationship, and to be honest, you're just getting tired and weary of treading water. You keep kicking your legs, you keep swimming your arms because you don't know what else to do. Right now, it's just all about trying to survive. But what if I were to tell you that God, in Jesus Christ, has a different plan for your life? You see, in God's design, he wants so much more for us than just to tread water through life. Instead, he wants us to let go and go under. Now, I know that sounds counterintuitive. But it's not until you lose your life that you'll actually start to really live. I left Thailand a while ago When I heard you calling out to me With the faith of a child, I left everything behind and swam to sea. I found comfort on these waves, and I thought that I would never leave. But I hear your voice again, now you're calling me to dive into.
In Matthew 16, Jesus says this, Whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world but forfeits his soul? You know, this wasn't just a dictum that Jesus espoused. He actually lived it out. Jesus gave up his life, and in doing so, won eternal life for you and for me. You know, by his own choice, he suffered crucifixion and he died because he desired to give you and me life. By shedding his blood, he was able to reconcile you with God, your Father. And what that means is that all your sins, both big and small, all the times that you've rebelled against God or have kept him at arm's length, all the shame which burdens your conscience at night, All these barriers between you and God were removed because Jesus died and in dying gave life. There was no other way to make you right with God except through the death of a Savior. But in death, Jesus finds life. He rises again on Easter morning and because he lives, we now have new life. Take a look at what we're told in Romans chapter 6. And if you would help me read this, you guys read the uh, underlined, bolded part. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus 
We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, when you came to faith and you were baptized, your old sinful nature was drowned, and you became a new creation in Christ. Through Jesus, God has removed every barrier between you and your heavenly Father, and he's put his Holy Spirit in your heart, that spirit which literally breathes life into us. So why is it, if God has breathed eternal life into our souls, that so often we find ourselves going through life just treading water? Kip's just saying these words. He said, all of this time I've settled for less. I've traded your riches for just one more breath. But the depths of your love can only be found in letting myself drown. In your life, are you settling for less than all that God desires to give you? So often I think we live our lives like that five-year-old kid who goes to Dave and Buster's. You know the kid that he's not tall enough or able to actually win any of the games. So his dad, because he's a good dad, spends all afternoon playing the games for him. And after a couple hours, he hands over the boy like 100,000 tickets in this big bucket. Now the boy could take this bucket and go up to the counter and purchase any prize that he wanted to, but for whatever reason, this young kid is enthralled by the tickets. And he begins stuffing them into his pockets and into his jacket, and it's those that he actually brings home. And I wonder sometimes if that's what we do with God, who has purchased in Jesus Christ all things for us, but we're just happy playing with this world's tickets. Have you traded God's riches for just one more breath. Wouldn't it be absolutely liberating to let go and not chase after all the things that this world tells us is important, but instead to be thrown into the deep end of God's life for us? There's this prayer that I love in the third chapter of Ephesians, a prayer that is said over God's people, and I'd ask that you would help me to read it again, read the bold parts. It says this, according to the riches of God's glory, may he grant you to be strengthened so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you may have strength to comprehend with all the saints and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge. Now I would imagine that some of you here this morning do not yet call Jesus Christ your Lord. And you might be on the fence with this whole Christianity thing. And if that's you, let me just ask you, What's holding you back from diving headfirst into the waters of baptism and experiencing the grace of God and the life he has for you? And for those of us who are followers of Christ, I would encourage you every morning to start your day by drowning. 
drowning your old self in the breadth and length and height and depth of God's grace. That means, of course, being transparent with God and honest with him, confessing sins of of giving him your life plans and allowing him to alter them if it's his desire. But in dying to yourself, you will find life. As you plunge into the life that God has given you, you will experience freedom and love and grace. You will begin to understand the the desires that God has put in your heart, so the plans that he has in store for you in, in your life. And he will give you a joyful heart, something that you cannot buy in this world. A joyful heart that even in the midst of your struggles and trials, you will no longer just be treading water trying to survive. God's grace in you will transform you from just surviving to thriving. From just treading to trusting. I want to begin this day like that. Would you join me in a word of prayer as we drown ourselves in the goodness of God's mercy. Lord, we begin this day in your grace. As your baptized children, we drown our old selves, confessing all those times we have fallen short. In Christ Jesus, be merciful and forgive us. Lord, we are tired of just treading water. Grant us faith to dive into the depths of your goodness. Lord, I ask for anyone who is here this morning that is especially struggling with their life, I would ask that you would intervene for them and remind them of your goodness. Give them confidence that you will act on their behalf according to your will and give us all a joyful heart as we wait upon you. It is in the strong name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.